Mornings with Rena, TJ, and Turnbull. The podcast. I guess you got to do something during a pandemic to drum up some excitement for your business, especially if things have uh, come to a screeching halt for you or things have quieted down for you. Um, I saw a few weeks back, I got some friends in Ontario that were posting about this uh, sign war that was happening mm-hmm. between a bunch of businesses in their in their city. <laughs> yeah. And there were some really good ones. And it was, it was funny because I believe it kind of started there this most recent time. And then I've seen some other cities start the sign wars spinning off of this, this small city, Peterborough, like and going back and forth. And now it's hit Winnipeg and uh, going down Portage Avenue yesterday. Uh, I couldn't help but notice uh, the super eight had a, had a sign up Portage Avenue and in, in almost the perimeter. Yeah. Uh, by the yeah, perimeter. St. Charles there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so super eight's got one that says, uh, Hey, motel six, go sheet yourself. Motel okay. Six. That's the one that's just outside the. Yes, the that's perimeter. just past okay. the perimeter. Wow, out okay. past Bloomberg. Yeah, and then you've got uh, the Chicken Chef that's right beside oh, yeah. Super Eight. So they got in on it. Oh, good. And they went further down the block, uh, closer towards the city, to the Howard Johnson, of course. And they said, "Hojo, you got some sweet sheet." Okay. Okay, right, good so one. Chicken, That's a good chi- one. Chicken Chef. Yeah, yeah, you got some sweet sheet. Sweet okay, sheet. okay. I play on words. I get it. Yeah, and then. Uh, I like this. Uh, our pal Connor Ward, who owns the Hojo there. Okay. Uh, they said, hey, chef, your chicken <laughs> gave us the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> so this is uh, now happening on Portage yeah. Avenue if you're driving uh, where everybody's just. <laughs> So silly. So do they like is the the per- so they're going to change it every day? I guess is that I, the kind I, of the- I guess as they as they come up with 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 new creative ideas. And and hey, if you're a local business owner and you have one of these talker boards out front, um, get in on it. When I used to work at the um, Sturgeon Creek Community Club doing the green team there. This has been like back in summer of 2006, maybe we used to take this, take the, cause the sign, I mean, especially in the summertime, there wasn't much going on at the club as far as, you know, that they needed announcements for in their sign. So we would take the letters and we would just like, you know, write jokes on them and stuff like that, but nothing to the extent where we were calling out other community clubs. That's something we should have done. Could you imagine? Hey, 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 Deer Lodge, <laughs> yeah, exactly. where's your soccer field? <laughs> like just, just like chirping them hard. Making them feel real bad yeah. about things because they their their soccer fields on city property or exactly. something like yeah. they actually don't have their whatever it is. Um, I saw there's another one. There's a business that and it wasn't calling out another business. It wasn't chirping. It was uh, oh man, it's right at like the end of maybe Mandeville, and it's 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 a weird building. It's a, an investment place, and it okay. says uh, pencil without a tip is pointless. Uh, you know these, are, these are just dad jokes. I, mean, I know that's all because you see them on the church signs too. Sometimes, yeah, they'll make they'll make kind of like church jokes. Yes, right. Like so, they've done that before, but uh, it's never gone to the extent of actually just like going business to business, Imagine which I think is kind of funny. Calling out other churches, <laughs> where it's like, "Hey, Church X, at least our congregation wears masks." <laughs> or something. Just cut deep with it. Oh yeah. Um, I like this because uh, Chicken Chef on Portage Avenue, to come back to that, um, they were asking for people's help because uh, the Howard Johnson, I guess, got them pretty good with the, hey, chef, sure. your chicken gave us the sheets. <laughs> Somebody suggested, uh, would rather get the craps than spend all my money on the slaps. <laughs> Talking about the VLTs. <laughs> Uh, that's pretty good man dad jokes galore on the signs happy sign wars 
Hockey was back uh, on the weekend. What a weird... It was so weird because last night there was a late game that was, uh, what, the Canucks and Flames, <laughs> and both those teams are out of the playoffs. It's stupid that they're making them play. They'll finish those, their season like that. Yeah, and it's because uh, COVID. It, yeah. it dragged out the Canucks season a little bit, and then uh, the Flames probably too. It was a makeup game, essentially. But uh, playoffs actually started on uh, Saturday. Uh, you had four yeah. games. And three of them went to overtime. Uh, I didn't watch much of the other divisions at all this year. Like I was, you know, you're just kind of focused on the, on the North division, whatever this year that I didn't really see many of these other teams. So it was actually kind of fun to tune into a few of these games on the weekend and, and watch some teams that hadn't seen them play any hockey this year. Three out of the four games go to OT, which is pretty exciting. Um, but that game last night, man, the battle of Florida, yeah, Tampa Bay thought? and Florida Panthers. That was probably the best game of the weekend. Well, they've all been been really good. Like seriously, these uh, the parody, you know, because yeah. these teams have all played each other what a, almost a dozen times this year. Yeah, it'll be ten times each, I think. Yeah, so yeah. so now you come into this playoff like there there is a true hatred. Whereas mm-hmm. if if you would have said to me even a couple years ago that the Florida Panthers and Tampa Bay Lightning would be the most intense rivalry over Islanders Penguins. Wild Golden Knights, Bruins Capitals, mm-hmm. um, and then some of the other matchups. I mean, the Blues Avalanche. These are teams that play each other all the time, and they do not like each other. No, and I got to say, watching that Florida Panthers game, so it's it's in wherever they play in Florida. They're in uh, sun, not sunrise. sunrise. Is it yeah. Sunrise or the BB the BBW BB, Stadium? Yeah. So like that. <laughs> I think it's BB and T, but like they get. We make jokes about you know attendance in Florida all the time, right? Like yeah. you know we'll we'll do a moose game here on a Monday night, and you know it's a scattered scattered fans around this arena. We're always like, oh, it looks like a Florida Panthers game here, right? Because that's just it's not a hockey hotbed by any means. It's always Canadians uh, on vacation. Exactly. Going to games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we know there's there's not any Canadians on vacation right now in Florida. Well, not especially not in May. Exactly. It's too hot. But the atmosphere in that arena last night, dude. Like, I was actually quite impressed with the Florida Panthers. I know they weren't full capacity. 9,000 people, I believe. Yeah, and 9,000 people. And they were, like, they were standing up. Like, to me, like. They were standing up. That was what was shocking. It sounds funny. But (laughs) when, like, because you think of Florida Panther hockey fans, like we said, you're either Canadians on vacation or they're not really into the game. They're just there for fun or whatever it is, right? But whenever you see, like, fans get actually invested that, like, you know, they're on the power play and here comes a scoring chance and you're seeing fans, like, get out of their seats, like, and anticipating the goal yeah. you were seeing that in florida last night which is something we i don't remember the last time i've ever seen that coming from a florida panthers home game before well, pro- probably never no i mean outside of the time that they went to the stanley cup final in like 1996 right losing to detroit with john van beesbrook and scott mellon with the rats guys. yeah throw the, the rats things. yeah 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 that's that's the whole uh Shtick. So do you think it has anything to do with the fact, like, I mean, obviously Tampa Bay has won a couple of cups now. They're in Florida. Yeah. Now they're obviously different fan bases, but I mean, the Tampa Bay Lightning success, like has that trans, you know, transferred well, over to, you know, making hockey kind of more of a thing down there? Yeah, it's, it's right. That's probably all 9,000 hockey fans in the entire part okay, of South Florida. Sure, like right. I, I would bet there's not many people that were clamoring to get into that game. Right. Um, but you're right, though. It is nice to see, and and it's cool to see fans in the stands. That's to yeah, me the that's weirdest the other thing. thing too. That's just so bizarre to me because I, I was looking at this breakdown yesterday of all of the NHL teams and and their playoff admission, like they're, the people that they're admitting to the stadium mm-hmm. or the arena. And Nashville's going to be at the top around thirteen thousand, and then it kind of trickles down, and then all the Canadian teams with no fans Zero. in the stands. Big old goose eggs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
It seems like we're, what, six months away from maybe getting into oh an arena? God, here's hoping. Maybe. As I've mentioned, um, I am not scared of one coyote. No. You're gonna, you could, you'd punch one, you said. Yep. Yeah, you'd beat one up. Absolutely. you take on the coyote. A lot of people on the text line at 762 say yes. Yes, you could. And a lot of other people on the text line say no, you can't. I, I'm I'm confident. I like to think that uh, if there was one coyote, they are more scared of me than I am of them. I feel like if you were in a Cinnaboyne forest and you came across one coyote in the forest, he ain't scared as scared of you because he that's his domain. You know the what forest? I mean? Yeah, like he's he's in his. If he was walking down your street, maybe he runs away. Well, did you see that one? Uh, and I tried to pull up the video on that Wild in Winnipeg Instagram. Yeah. Somebody posted this video of a, of a cougar like running down Inkster. Like the red <laughs> Inkster's a weird street because it goes from like industrial, like where Trans X is, all the way to like the river in Scotia yeah. Heights. So yeah. somewhere in there on, on that residential strip of Inkster, um, presumably the coyote came from out of the city mm-hmm. and ran down Inkster, was just jogging along. And somebody's like driving by in their vehicle with their phone in the passenger seat, being like, Holy hell, look at this coyote. And it was it was like you know, Friday evening at eight, nine o'clock, ten o'clock. Like it was just dusk and this coyote just brazenly out for a little stroll. And it was just a single? Yeah, single. Just a single. Exactly. Okay. Not scary. <laughs> Not scary. I'm. He- is it just me, or are we hearing more and more of like wildlife entering like places that they normally aren't? Like I, there was a turkey, a wild turkey on my street. Like going back maybe two, three weeks ago. It was you. No, no, no. A real wild turkey that was like roaming up and down my street. Yeah, no, dude. It's it's happening. I, I think they're taking over because there's. <laughs> well, think about it. There, there's not as many people out on the road. There's yeah, not as many people yeah. out doing stuff. Sure. Right. So these animals think that they have run of the place. Plus, it's. You know, it's 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 like uh, all of that stuff. The the climate shift. You know, you got polar bears living in like Toulon now. Like they've just made their way down <laughs> from Churchill. They're just like, ah, what the hell? Make our way to the big city. Um, so anyway, the, the the coyotes, like they're they're typically nocturnal, right? But it's not unusual to see them during the day. Um, now, I, I like to think that uh, we're smarter than just like calling nine one one for. Uh, seeing a coyote. Like, sure. Like, you don't just call 911. Just kind of let it, like, give yourself some space. Like, don't just bog down the police and, and call 911. Because I, I, I've heard, you know, I, I heard of somebody that was, like, freaking out about seeing a coyote uh, in a Cinnaboyne forest, and they just, like, called the police. And it's like, I, I don't think you need to call the police. Like, I think you should take matters into your own hands and fight the coyote before <laughs> yeah. you take up police resources. Well, call 311, you know, if you want to call exactly. somebody, right? The non-emergency yeah. line. Yeah. Unless the coyote has broken into your house and is hol- is kidnapping your kids okay. and, uh, you know, holding up a gun to you or something like that. Well, okay. What if the coyote is just carrying a product labeled Acme? <laughs> or like or like a coyote's posting signs such as Detour yeah. or, or Free Bird Seed. <laughs> or, if, or if you see a coyote carrying TNT. <laughs> Okay, then maybe call 911. Yeah, you don't have much to worry about, though, because you know it's not going to catch that Roadrunner anyway. No, so no matter no, how exactly. much it tries, right? Well, if you see a coyote on roller skates with rockets <laughs> attached, okay, maybe that's cause for concern. But until then, you're good. Just keep your distance. Yeah, I was just talking about uh, reefing on coyotes because they're running everywhere now. Like, if you see one, I mean, I think you got to throw a punch. Right in the snout. <laughs> I don't think we should be encouraging people to like take the swings at the coyotes. Like if the coyote's coming at you, maybe yeah. self-defense. I get that. But like don't go out seeking the coyotes oh, oh, to cause some damage to the coyotes. Just drive around looking for fights <laughs> well, with coyotes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, don't make it sound like it's something we want people to do. 
as long as you film it and yell world star hip hop. <laughs> exactly. uh, got some text messages here before we answer the phone at 780 city, 780, 2484. Uh, coyotes are chickens. I've spent so much time in the bush and even packs will run off. If you have a dog or small animal with you, then they change as they see it as an easy meal. Another one here. I could wrestle a black bear. What are you talking about? Coyote fur. Um, and then another one here. Coyotes can grow up to 40 pounds max. You can definitely fight one. Wow. A lot of people are just super confident. Good morning, City. Morning. Hi. So I have to disagree with Turnbull. Normally I'm against your uh, outlandish rants, but uh, my cousin chased down a coyote last fall and killed it with his bare hands. Come on. <laughs> what are you talking <laughs> about? In front of his three, my three-year-old and my five-year-old cousin. No and, way. Uh, he ch- chased it into the bush, kicked it in the head, the stun it, stood on his snap his neck. <laughs> Wow, just that's crazy. Take the coyote right in the temple. <laughs> just dummied him. Just to prove a point. Just yeah, like why he can. Yeah, just to show off to the three and five-year-old? Like, is it... Yeah. <laughs> is that why? Yeah. <laughs> the coyote's just doing nothing, just out there pissing on a tree. And yeah, just minding all, its own business. But he's yeah. like, oh, that's it. I'm strapping on the size 12s. Here we go. <laughs> Little UFC style uh, out in the country. Again, don't go searching out these coyotes just to prove that you can fight them, okay? <laughs> hey man gotta get that championship belt somehow that coyote that was in the city on the weekend i bet you had heard our show on friday i heard you this outlandish yeah. claim you could find it was actually looking for you wow i mean that, that coyote is looking for trouble in the wrong spot because it's in the north end yeah. <laughs> that's true <laughs> if you're looking for if you're looking for trouble silker consultor in between that in, the, in between those blocks you're gonna find it yeah. at two in the morning if, if coyote or not Anytime you've got to go in for a uh, major surgery, you know, it could be a little bit nerve wracking. Luckily, I've never had anything uh, crazy I've had to go through, but uh, I know people who've had to go even for stuff like knee replacements, that kind of thing. Like you, you, anytime you're kind of, you know, go, going through something kind of major, you're going under the knife, going under the knife, you never know, put under, you never know what's going to happen, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, no, you're right. You, you do never know. I mean, I like to trust uh, yeah. the medical professionals, and I think you, you have to. I mean, specifically, if you need a new hip, uh, whatever they end up hooking you up with, it's probably going to be better <laughs> than that old janky-ass hip that you got going on. Totally, totally. Now, there is something that can happen to you when you go through a major surgery. Now, usually it's involving, well, I mean, there's obviously death that could happen. Right, right. Yeah, Doctor gonna gets say. a little, you know, little twitch in his arm and Le- leaves and the stuff. keys to his portion. Yeah, side something like yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> something like that. Right. But usually, when there's, uh, you know, some sort of, uh, you know, brain surgery or something to do, kind of with like your nerve system, that Makes kind of me thing. Nervous man. Um, there's something that could happen. It's very rare, but it could happen, and that's something called foreign accent syndrome. Yeah, I've okay? heard of this. I'd never heard of this before, and when I saw the story going around last week, I kind of thought it was a joke at first. But this woman, who actually wasn't going through anything sort of like, uh, you know, with her brain or anything. but She, she was went getting her a, boobs done. There's no yeah, excuse for this. Yeah. <laughs> no, she was getting a tonsil, her tonsil surgery. Oh, yeah. Okay? I had that when I was a kid, actually. Oh, did you? My tonsils and adenoids. Yeah. Yeah, I'm familiar. Okay. I still speak. Uh, so they, they put you under, though? From what I recall, yeah, yeah. I was five years old. I remember them asking me if I wanted strawberry or chocolate or mint <laughs> flavor. And then and then I woke up and I got to eat jello for a oh, week. That's how go. I remember okay. it. Very okay. positive experience. So that's all this lady thought. She's from Australia. Yeah. She thought, oh, they're going to ask me if I want strawberry or chocolate. Go on, Mike. And she's going to wake up and her tonsils, everything is going to be good. Yeah. Right? So she had an Australian accent, obviously being from Australia. Well, they just call it an accent there. <laughs> she just spoke normally. <laughs> yeah, 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 Australia. Yeah. <laughs> well, then she wakes up from her surgery. I woke up with an Irish accent. 
and I've never been to Ireland before. And I went to the hospital and they couldn't provide any answers. At this stage, I don't think it's going to get better. So she now speaks with an Irish accent, okay? It's exotic. Now they're saying, which is one of the sexiest accents out there, I gotta say, but also is Australian. Like, those are two pretty sexy accents. So she's going from one sexy to another sexy. But they they basically, they basically (laughs) have told her that her vocal cords will, uh, they will kind of heal themselves over time. So she's just supposed to go home. Like, there's nothing they could do really about it. But it's an actual syndrome. Yeah. called foreign accent syndrome where you wake up and you speak with a completely different accent. Okay, so I got to be honest. I knew a girl in high school and she liked to get a little turned. Okay. Okay, so she would drink and and as she would <laughs> okay. carry on in the evening, she would develop this foreign <laughs> language syndrome and she'd be like, hello, my hello, Johnny Good. Had she ever been to like Australia? No, no, it's English. Or English yeah, even. no, she'd be like, oh, I'm enjoying my tea. I'm like, you're drinking Captain Morgan's. <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? She she would uh, she, turn into she would turn into this British woman. Right. Right, like a, a like like Coronation Street right. British woman, and that's weird if she's never been there. Because like I know somebody who lived in Australia for a really long time, comes back here, and when she gets drunk, the Australian accent kind of comes out, right? Yeah, but, but I don't, I don't buy it. I mean, I I just I don't think I I don't I don't think that just when you're when you're living somewhere, if you didn't grow up speaking with that accent, I don't think you can just you might. But you you might adapt and you might pick up some of the slang and stuff, but any Aussie would be able to pick out that you're not from Australia. Fair. They might be able to pick that out, but you're surrounded by the language all the time. Like, surely you're going to start picking up, you know, the, the, what you're hearing is going to become normal to you, no? Yeah, but it doesn't mean that you're going to be able to, tr- like, translate hearing it into speaking. And I'm not saying that it's, like, you know, perfect accent, but there's certain words where you'll hear, like, slang. the... the the yeah, intonation, you'll hear the intonation the on sure. it or whatever. Yeah, like that. But as far as yeah, no, they're not going to obviously start speaking. I don't. I, I don't think that you can move somewhere and then you 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 grow an accent. I don't think because well, I, and well, maybe like you you look at people that move from England when they were kids. Like I believe when you're young, if you came from England, you no longer have an English. It's like oh yeah, I was born in England, but it's like they don't have a, a right, British accent. Right, they grew right. up in Winnipeg. Right. Right. You know, I think when you're a child, but as an adult, once it's in your brain, like I, I, I believe it's more than just saying jolly good, mate. Right. Like I, I think there's more to it. It's, it's like when French isn't your first language, you actually yeah. have to think about the words that you're saying before you say them. Right. It doesn't come out just fluently like right. it does for English. And, and even, and, yeah. and even like it is fluent. I am fluent in French. I can have a conversation with you in French, but as I'm speaking, it is not my primary language. Therefore no. it's taking me relaying the message in my brain to my mouth. You're, yeah. English to French. You're I'm translating doing Google translate in your head, in my head as you're speaking. And sometimes yeah. I Google yeah. translate on Google translate. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Like, oh, why, does, why does your voice sound so effeminate? <laughs> what is the worst rock song of all time? <laughs> what is the... Okay, okay. We can open it up even wider than that, but 762 or 780-BONE, 780-2663 to leave us a message on the Bone phone. Uh, think of the worst, worst rock song. And, and what is it? I know music's subjective. Mm-hmm. But there was one in particular in particular that came on the other day on a playlist of mine, and uh, I gotta say it, it, it's 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 gotta be the worst. You don't like it. When it's 
Oh, yeah, come on. What do you mean the worst? Pretty sure this was on, uh, I want to say Madden 2006, maybe. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> this gets me fired up. Andrew WK, right? Andrew yeah, WK. It is. This is awful. What do you, okay, so like to you, what what defines worst song? Like what makes us the worst? <laughs> like this is bunk. <sighs> this was like the the time though, man. Like this sounds very similar to the gob, you know, at the time. Oh well, this sounds exactly like I guess nothing kind of you implies nothing. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. yeah. Give up the grudge. <laughs> that's, that's right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's very a very similar sort of sound. It's easy, right? Like, all right, all right, yeah. Drop your IQ twenty <laughs> points for hearing this song. It came on in this great mix too. I, I was listening because at the lake we don't have like there's no radio or anything, so I'm right. just listening to some whatever the hell playlist. Yeah. Oh, God. Let's get the party going. Party hard. <laughs> this is just. <laughs> Trash, and the guy looks like a scumbag too. Yeah. So I fell into this Andrew WK rabbit hole oh, the other no. day. Yeah. So this WK fella. I don't think I know much about him. I don't know if I can name you other songs. Could I? Uh, there like, might have been one other one, but okay. but I was I was looking him up, and like he he's some rich kid. Like his his dad was a uh, some huge professor that wrote this massive law textbook that's used in in you know in precedent um, for law and. I, I'm like, okay, your dad, who is this, you know, I, I'm going to say like a staunch sort of lawyer type right. at the country club. You know, I'm picturing his dad just disgusted with this. Party, 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 party. <laughs> like, could you imagine at the, at the Thanksgiving dinner table? Hey, Andrew. And how are you? The other two sons are like doing, you know, law stuff and, yeah. you know, making dad proud and WK smashing himself in the face with a brick, wearing some dirty ass t-shirt. Party, 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 party. The guy doesn't even really party, oh, man. man. Dude doesn't even party. It's it's got all, everything you want though in a good rock song, man. It's got a oh. fantastic. It's got the, uh, the 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 shout you know shout chorus. Oh right? yeah, the chant and recall. Chant and recall. Thank yeah. you. It's got the it's high tempo, lots yes, of is. energy. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, it does have that. I feel like and and it's talking about partying. I mean, what more do you want in a rock song? Like you can't even understand what he's saying. <laughs> you don't need to. You don't need to. <laughs> I don't know. I'm on board. I like it. <laughs> Sound like the Muppets should be playing this garbage. That is that is bad music. No, uh, I don't know, man. Like, listen I to this at the beginning where he does this stupid. <laughs> like, oh, here, here. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna get in the studio. I'm gonna get my best robot voice on here. Here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna create a hit song here. You ready? When it's time to party, I will party hard. Like, well, then, what are you gonna party medium? Like, obviously, there's no, you know. When it's time to party, I barely party at all. <laughs> of course you're partying hard, you bozo. Party, we will party hard. Oh, man, I don't know. I like, like it. This is Mickey Mouse. I would never say this is the worst rock song of all time. Oh, oh, here. Uh, text. Oh, no. The text love for this song is coming out. <laughs> you can't tell me that people like this. Oh, yeah. Texter 145. Andrew WK is awesome. 
the most talented keyboardist on the planet. The keyboardist song is just this one note. <laughs> like, see, if that's your idea of talent, I, I mean, I'm sorry. Like, oh, here. Hey, guys, that's ladies and gentlemen, funny. I introduce you to the most talented keyboardist on the planet, according to Texter158. Like, like, I feel dumber uh, listening to that funny. song. Oh, I like it. I like it. Doesn't surprise me. It's got everything I want in a good rock song. <laughs> yeah, it provide, provides me with the ability to go <laughs> <laughs> with all my knuckle dragon buddies out on the dance floor. Like, oh, <laughs> we'll never listen to your rules. Oh, thanks. See, it's a, it's, 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 uh, you know, you're fighting back. You're rebelling. Yeah. It's got everything you want in a good rock song, man. I. I think you're Let's wrong. get a party going. Let's get a party going. <laughs> I know how we're going to do it. We're going to use our robot voices. Time to party. We will party hard because otherwise <laughs> nobody will know that we're here to party. Uh, Unless we get our best robot voice going. Oh, God. This texter says that apparently this song uses the Pittsburgh Penguins goal song. Oh, really? Yeah. See, they know how to party down in Pittsburgh. Oh, they man. They use Andrew WK to get them going after they score some goals. Whoa. Texture 387. Andrew WK will kick TJ's ass <laughs> at partying. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I just party medium. Wow. 762555. Probably sings better than you. Sorry. Here. I'm a dead ringer for this. You're so wrong on this, man. You're so wrong. This is a great party song. Great rock song. Oh, man. I like it. Let's get a party going. Let's get a party going. There's nothing that that screams party more than singing about getting a party going. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I, I had this playlist come on the other day. And I was at the lake and I was chilling. I was in a, I was in a great, great spirits. And I was just, you know, listening to the bangers, whatever, having a bush latte. And uh, Andrew WK, this song Party Hard comes on. And I, I, I like, I honestly stopped and I was like, wow, this put me in a bad mood. This is the worst <laughs> song ever written. Like, this is trash. I don't see I don't see it as trash, man. I'm not like, don't get me wrong. I'm not like a big Andrew WK guy. That's yeah, the only song I know. Dude, you literally dressed up as Andrew WK this for is, Halloween last this year. This is the only WK song I know, but this song okay. is a party song, man. This okay, is a good party rock hard. song. Party hard. Yes. Listen to the lyrics on this thing. You, you work all night, all night. And when you work, you just feel all right, all right. And when things stop feeling all right, all right, everything is all right, all right. Okay, but it's, it's the callback that, that's, Dude, that this, makes it, man. I'm sorry. Okay, here, let me, let me get to this next uh, riveting verse here of just poetic gold. <laughs> Andrew WK. Because we will never listen to your rules. No. We will never do as others do. No. Know what we want, and we get it from you. Do what we like, and we like what we do. <laughs> Andrew WK, ladies and gentlemen. Well, okay, hang on. Shakespeare. Now, nobody's saying he's the greatest lyricist of all time. That's literally right? what everyone's saying. No, but he, but as far as the song goes, that is a good rock song. It gets, it's like I said before, it's got everything that you need in a rock song. Yeah. You got the, the call and answer. You've got the high tempo, the energy, and it it's sucks. about partying. It can still suck. No, no, but it doesn't though. That's the thing. It doesn't. Oh. That's a song off of, man, you put that song on at a house party and the house is getting trashed. Everybody's throwing themselves yeah, against Yeah, because the they're walls. trying to find out who put on WK to beat the shit out of them. It's like, who put this on? All right. They're if trying I, to find the exit yeah. door. 
just Kool-Aid man in through the wall. Like, get me out of here. What this WK garbage? That's why the house is trash. People banging their heads against the wall, trying to get out of the party that somebody threw Andrew WK on. Look, I just let me let me further my point here. Let me let me elaborate on my point here. Okay, Andrew WK, the the worst artist on the planet. Okay, ready? Yeah. Oh, this is his second follow-up single. We want fun. We want fun. We want fun. Is this for real? This is the same song, just faster. All right, man. Hang on. Oh yeah. All these people at a WK concert have the combined IQ of my shoe. <laughs> like, look at them. They're all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they want rocks. fun. They want fun. They're there to party hard. What more do you need to know? Yeah, I mean, I guess when you don't have to go to work the next day because nobody there has a job at a WK concert. <laughs> Dirty ass jeans. Like, look at this guy. He's a schmuck. Texter 194 says, my friends and I saw Andrew WK live at the Albert back in the late 2000s. We were definitely a bunch of knuckle draggers. <laughs> Not even Andrew WK <laughs> thinks Andrew WK is good. Here, listen to his other song. This was his other one that charted. I mean, there is no reason for Andrew WK to be coming on at any point during a party, on a playlist. Like, <laughs> this guy is trash. Listen to this. Oh, same song again. Here we go. Convention. All right. Yeah. What's this one called? She is beautiful. <laughs> Talking about rock and roll, presumably. You know who doesn't get any tail? Andrew WK. <laughs> the only rock star that can travel the country oh, man. and not have one groupie. See, he found success with that party party hard song, and he decided just to replicate it with his next two, oh, two singles. God. And you know what? It's working for him. <laughs> it is time. Judge and jury, you need to be both here at uh, 762-555. Or 780 City, 780-2484, studio line. All right, so uh, judge and jury on this one. Who is in the wrong? Happened to me yesterday. Happened to my wife yesterday. Kind of happened to me in turn. Affected my pocketbook. Mm -mm. You ever had a bad Facebook Marketplace encounter? Well, I don't have many. No, you love Facebook Marketplace. I sometimes would like to call you even the the mayor of Marketplace. You're on there all the time. You play on there. Every yeah. day you're just looking up things, even things you don't even need. It's true. Yeah. 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 Go Great time em. killer. Yeah. So uh, Facebook Marketplace, uh, the other day, Friday, uh, we posted this table up. We wanted to get rid of this table as kind we're of a moving. Table. Uh, it's like a big, table? big dining room table. Okay. It was given to me by my uncle, uh, my rich uncle. So it's very nice. Okay. High quality. A lot of money. <laughs> big bucks. Okay. So I got this big box table, but my wife likes the uh, one that we have in the dining room. She's like, no, why'd you say yes to taking this big box table? I'm like, cuz it's it's expensive. Yeah, big can, box. You can tell it's it's mahogany. Right. I mean, it's just, <laughs> let me tell you. Yeah. I mean, 
Well, it smells like money. It honestly <laughs> smells like my Uncle Richie. Does it have like matching chairs too? Or just no the chairs, table? just the table. Just the table. Okay. So she posts this thing up. I said, I don't know, 500 bucks because I don't want to move it to the new house. I don't want to get rid of it, but I also don't want to move it. I just have nowhere for it right now. Okay. And it's very disappointing. But at the same time, I can't just truck this thing around for the rest of my life. Just because it belonged to your uncle. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's expensive. Right. Right. Like I would never go to the store and buy this particular table. Okay. So she posted for 500 bucks thinking, hey, that'll get this thing moving right away. Right away. Boom. Lady's like, oh, yeah, I can see the value of that table. Yeah. That's expensive. She's like, that's that's a steal of a deal. Oh, absolutely. Right? We're basically stealing this thing from you. Right. You know, as I stole it from my uncle. Right. She's stealing it from us now. So 500 bucks, no problem. Sends a $100 deposit. Says, uh, we'll be there Sunday at 930. Now, I wanted to go get some grocery shopping done yesterday morning. And I never like to wait on people on Marketplace. I'm like, ah, you know what? It was pushing 930. It was like 925. And uh, I decided to go out. I was like, ah, whatever. You know, my wife can deal with it. Mm -hmm. Told the guy to bring help. Right. Yeah, it's not up to you. I, I always say that. If you're yep. selling something in the marketplace, the buyer is the one responsible for moving the thing. Absolutely. Yeah. So, guy doesn't bring help. Of course not. I've had this happen to me before, and it's just like, are you serious? But I wasn't there now. I'm already at the grocery store now. My wife doesn't call me and say, hey, can you come home five minutes down the road? Like, this guy came with no help. No, no, she's a hero, and uh, she decided to help the guy. Okay, that's right? nice. Yeah, sure. very yeah. nice. Very yeah. nice. She's very strong. Yeah. Jacked. Absolutely. So she lifts up this uh, very expensive table. Yeah. Very uh, Heavy. Oh, quality. Like, yeah. you just feel the quality when you touch it. <laughs> yeah. So as she's lifting the table up into the vehicle, she's saying, it's heavy, a couple hundred pounds. I mean, just these massive block legs mm -hmm. on it. Mm -hmm. So Buddy Boy uh, is pulling this thing into his panel van, and all of a sudden... <laughs> Block leg snaps off. Uh oh. So what does guy do? He continues dragging the table in. He's like, oh no, oh no. Like he's struggling with it, and he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. one leg's so broken off. As he's dragging it, that's what yeah. caused the thing yeah. to break. Exactly. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so as he's dragging it, now it's kind of stuck on the on the back of his van. Yeah. And breaks more. Snaps the other block leg off. And these oh, are God. these are. I mean, dude, they're two and a half inches, three inches thick. Not like to they're, mention they're expensive. Very expensive. <laughs> Like, you might as well just take money and throw in a fire at this point. Because it's a lot of money being broken. Right. Right? This is broken dough. Yeah. All I see is dollar signs when I, when I talk about this and think about the table. So now we've got this broken table in the guy's van. And he's freaking out because he's saying, oh, my wife. My wife uh, loves this table. Oh, no. She knows how fancy it is. Oh, no. Like, what? We have five kids and two leaves of the table. Add an extra three feet to this thing. Like, this table can go 12 feet long. Like, it's massive. Right, a very, very important piece of furniture mm -hmm. for their family. And now he has broken it. Is it fixable, though? Like, I mean... Uh... My wife said it didn't seem like it. Oh, really? Yeah, so this guy was crying in the back lane now. Crying. Like, like legitimately crying. Crying. Like tears coming down tears. the face. Crying. Wah. Uh. Crying. Okay? Okay. Ask my wife for money back on oh, the table. No, no. Well, no. See? No, and no. this is why I asked judge and jury on this. I need your help. 762 So, So hang on. When it first snapped, the yep. first one. It was his fault. What, were her hands still on it? Uh, barely. Like, she was propping up. Because right. he was in the van pulling, pulling, dragging. And she was just, she was setting, just like, helping it in. Guiding kind of it, thing. basically, guiding at it. this point. That's his fault, man. I know. That's it's his totally, fault. Thank you. I it think. Is, but... Guess what? As there's a grown man crying about his wife kicking his ass when he gets home, <laughs> my wife offers him a hundy back. Oh, no. I know. 
And she's like, well, you weren't here. I'm like, that's because you sent me to the grocery store. <laughs> yeah. She's like, well, what would you have done? There's a grown man crying with a broken table in his van. I'm like, yeah, I would be crying too because that table is very expensive <laughs> for the guy that I got it from for free. Yeah, but see, but that's the reason why it's not up to the seller to be that to be the hired help because of that exact reason. Yep. If it breaks in transport, it, you, too bad. You too break bad. it, you buy it, bro. You, yeah. Like, right? Like what if it flipped out of the back of his truck on the, on the highway or something? That's, again, not my fault. No. You can't ask for money back. No. You drag the thing you broke the leg off and then i was laughing with a buddy yesterday i was telling him about the story and i was like oh (laughs) he's like do you think he like got in underneath and like loosened up the the screws before he started lifting it so then it it snapped off easier and it was just like save a hundred bucks yeah but if it's not even fixable (laughs) for what yeah but i mean my wife doesn't know she's not a table fixer You know, she doesn't have that designation. She's got a BSc and a BBA. She doesn't have her table fixing from Red River College degree. So this mahogany table was already a steal of a deal at 500 bucks. And she gave him an extra discount. Yeah. By take knocking a hundred dollars off yeah. because he broke it. I'm Unbelievable. Just, I'm, am I like am I wrong for no. being mad at her and the guy for wrecking the table? I feel like uh, you're. I feel like uh, no. That's you're 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 right to be mad. You're right to be mad. <laughs> this texter here. We'll take more. Uh, yes, the money had changed hands. Yes, thank you. Yeah. You broke it. You bought it. Thank you. Yeah. Texter 269 said 100% his fault. He could have held it together and taken the beating from his wife. <laughs> <laughs> the Bone Phone. On Winnipeg's Rock Station. 92.1 City. Ah, 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 why is that thing playing? Oh my That's god, nice. it's a man playing out in the the Alan Parsons project on ukulele. Why is you watching that? Because I love the Alan Parsons project <laughs> on ukulele, man. Jeez. Yeah, I'll tell you the worst song ever written. Bicycle song by Queen. That song makes me want to put my fing head through a window every time I hear the goddamn thing. Yeah, I I actually Bicycle, bicycle. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that song is that's I mean, it's but it, we were talking about this. And in case you missed it last hour, um, I had a song come on my playlist and it was Andrew WK Party Hard. And in all honesty, like this is the worst song ever written, performed. Party hard. Yeah, I know I'm ready to party when the guy with the robot voice comes on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or the guy with one of those uh, tracheotomy things, like the yeah, like that's what yeah. it sounds like. It's and I like it. I think this is a good rock song. It's about your speed, isn't it? I like to party, 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 party. <laughs> I only know one speed, man, and it's party hard. Yeah. <laughs> and don't party, don't party, not as hard as Andrew WK. <laughs> Word to the wise: only party as hard as Andrew WK allows. I get up to go to the washroom in the middle of the night. I come back to bed, I turn on 92, what do I hear? Rap. that sh-. Don't play no rap or hip-hop. This is a rock station. Oh, thank you, sir. I wasn't sure. Did we play rap? Uh, maybe Beastie Boys, uh, you know, uh, fight for your right to party. I don't know. Weird. Party, 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 party. <laughs> hey, sir. Fight well, for your right to party hard. Yeah. <laughs> This guy's looking for a joint bar. Just a bit of a rant. Uh, the government wants to set up, or people want to set up safe injection sites. Where can I go and smoke a joint indoors? Smoke a joint in the street? It's against the law. Smoke a joint at a concert? Against the law. Smoke a joint at the park? Against the law. Cigarettes? 
they help cigarettes. How come I can't open a bar? And when I hire my staff, I tell them it's going to be a bar with smoking. I put a sign outside my bar. I tell my customers, this is a bar where you come in and smoke. It's their choice. Don't we live in a free country, Canada? Hire a smoking staff, have smoking customers, and we can have a drink and smoke our joints. It's an interesting concept. It's an interesting idea. It'll happen. Right? Because, yeah, the smoking ban came into effect in, what, 90s? Late 90s? Smoking ban? Like oh, in, the, in the bar? In, in bars, in, inside, yeah. Inside. Yeah, it just, it, it depends because I'm, yeah, because I, I started going, because I was born in 84, so I guess I would have been 18, but I had a faker for a bit. Mm-hmm. Used to use my buddy Ryan Morissette's uh, fake ID. And that was when there the was beach. still smoking? Some places. Yeah. I think the Canada Inns bars uh, eliminated it before some other ones. Okay. Like there, there were definitely some. I, I, I can't remember the timeline on it. I mean, Jesus, that's that's 24 years ago. When you do think of it, though, as a con, like if, if you, because I get why they took smoking out. I understand that. But if you are going to have a bar where you were allowing it, right, and you tell everyone that this is going to be a smoking bar. Right. You it's an interesting concept, yeah. right? Yeah. I, hey, you know, it doesn't bother me if somebody wants to rip a duber. The other side of the bar, but then again, like even smoking, like I go to the states, and you know, even uh, some of the bars down there, just it's like way too smoky. Like I don't, I don't mind people doing what they want to do, but sometimes it's like, dude, it's too much. Yeah. Well, for me, it's the smell. Like in my, it's embedded in your clothes because I like to wear the same clothes like four days in a row when I'm traveling, (laughs) (laughs) and I just hate when they smell like an ashtray. Yeah. Hey, yeah, TJ had a good point there about music after the grunge thing. Like, you mentioned how it got really light, uh, like Matchbox 20, Gin Blossoms. You could also throw in, like, Goo Goo Dolls and uh, Hootie and the Blowfish. And, I mean, all that stuff was huge in the colleges and stuff like that. Uh, Counting Crows, that was another one. Uh, But also, at the same time, you still had some heavier stuff, like, quote-unquote heavier stuff. Like, you had Green Day, you had The Offspring. You know, around 1996, you had Marilyn Manson with the beautiful people, stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I never really thought about it. Like, music got really light there in the mid 90s. All right, take it easy, guys. Yeah, even you know Manson '96, but but you go a little bit a couple years later, and then by by '98, I mean for me, I was I was a rock guy, and then and then all of a sudden you got like the you know the Matchbox Twenty, and the Jim Blossoms, like I say, the Wallflowers and huge. stuff like that. They were they were, but those were also on rock radio. Yeah. I mean, those were rock radio hits, and and you had this sort of this choice to go that pattern, that pathway, and follow those guys like the Lifehouses and the Three Doors Downs, yeah, right? Yeah. 97, 98. Or you went to rap, right? Or you went really hardcore, like you went, and I say like really hardcore, metal. this is just me saying, but like you, you went more metal, you went to the Guar, you went to Sepultra, you went to Godsmack. Corn. Corn was, yeah. was big. That was, uh, Freak on a Leash came out in, in uh, what, 90, yeah, 97, something like that. Yeah. Um, so it, it was just like, which way did you go? So like guys my age who are of that, you know, 37 year old, you know, 37 to 42, you'll find a lot of guys with really wide musical tastes in the sense that we grew up on rock. We grew up on grunge, but there's nothing wrong with throwing on Dr. Dre's chronic 2001 album because it's, it's just, it holds up, um, any of that stuff, Snoop Dogg, like the, like the, the Tupac's, the biggies. I mean, Hey, you know, I'm down. Yeah. It is. It is kind of cool when you look back at how the music, you know, has well, shifted. Because I wasn't years, going to right? Backstreet Boys. Right. I wasn't going to Instinct. Right. You know, Justin Timberlicker. I wasn't going that way. No. No. Because that was way too far the other way. Like oh. that, that's what those like Matchbox Twenties kind of bridged that gap. Sure, right? they did. Where they were poppy, but they still had sort of the rock vibe in a sense, but it wasn't the same. Yeah. I could talk about this stuff all day, but uh, I guess we got to wrap it up here with a guy 
Oh, I think, Turnbull, did you call the bone phone on the weekend after oh, too many God. beers on Friday? My farm knew just a cap. Sent a small one in the bedroom. She took it. The Bone Phone. Call 204-780-BONE. 780-2663. 92 one city. Winnipeg's Rock Station. <laughs> Winnipeg's Rock Station, 92 one city. That's Monster Truck from the Hammer. Hammer time. So, Jer from Monster Truck. Guitar player, backup vocalist. Good dude. Great dude. Um, good pal. He uh, got on Facebook yesterday. Uh-oh. And, you know, he's got, he's got some opinions. He's got some, some, spicy, uh, some spicy takes sometimes, and usually I don't think too much of it, right? It's a, it's a dude in a band that's, uh, you know, just he's on Facebook. You know, I don't take a lot that people say on Facebook or any kind of text really like to heart. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't. Yeah. No, because it's like, well, but this one, this one kind of sat funny with me. I just thought it was a very bold take for a guy who plays in a Canadian band, you know, has made a living off of, off of, you know, uh, Canadian, Canadians, Canadian money, Canadian, Canadian yeah. dough. Yeah. So he comes out yesterday and says Canadian tire and Tim Hortons are the rush and tragically hip of Canadian retail. Not a fan of any of them. Whoa. Hang on. So he's doing a couple of things in that statement. Uh-huh. He's doing a couple of things. He is. First, he's trashing the hip and rush. Yeah. Right? Which is, that's 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 big time for yep. a Canadian artist to, to come at them like that. Well, y- yeah. Like, I guess um, somebody wrote to him, does this mean you don't actually like the hip? He's like, is there an album I don't know about with all the good songs on it? Oh, my God. Wow. Uh, wow. So he said, uh, I actually have a ton of respect for Rush. I just don't like them. <laughs> Which you're allowed to have an opinion. That's Absolutely. fine. Absolutely. The Tragically Hip is a bar band that everyone let get way out of control. Holy monster yeah. truck. Yeah, Jer. Wow. Yes, old man yelling at clowns. It is, it is a weird take. Like you said, it's a weird take for a, for a Canadian band to, uh, you know, someone from a Canadian band to... Chirp the hip? Chirp the hip. And now I know it's kind of become a bit of a popular thing to do is to talk about you know how much you don't like the hip That's it? Kind of, it seems like it over since, who are you hanging out with? since uh since Gord Downey's death a couple of years ago yeah. it seems like more and more people are now being like yeah i never liked the hip anyway never really hip. people yeah. do say that out loud. I, do, I do hear that more interesting but you know i mean as far as you gotta give you gotta show them some respect for you know the, I mean, the longevity sure. for oh, uh the creativity crea- the- yeah a lot of that stuff whether you like them or not charity right? work yes the wine the weed yes. You know, all that stuff. Yeah. You got to give him some respect for, you know, for all that stuff. And to call him, you know, the the Canadian tire of Canadian oh, music. Man, I, I, <laughs> I happen to really enjoy Canadian tire and Tim Hortons as well. Well, hey, like, let's let's be honest here. If you uh, if you ever need a garden center, that's not a garden center first. Uh, <laughs> and you need a, 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 a Jets jersey and also a garden hose, but dinner plates <laughs> And a barbecue and some hot dogs. Canadian Tire is definitely your number one spot. But honestly, though, ever since buying a house, I realized how much, how many trips I take to Canadian Tire. It's a lot. 
It's a lot of trips. It's your one-stop shop. They got a lot there for you. Yeah, and every time you're listening to Rush and the Tragically Hip on a playlist, (laughs) and Jer from Monster Truck's like, you loser. (laughs) The Open Tech on 92.1 City. Winnipeg's Rock Station. For Prairie Summit Shop. Gear up for your summer adventure with clothing, footwear, or cap gear from the Prairie Summit Shop, Winnipeg. And there's more spice in the text inbox at 762 today than in that pad tie that I butchered last week. <laughs> wow. Okay, so we'll start it off here. Lots to comment on today, um, including uh, texter George. George said your morning show sucks ass today. You spend too much time talking about that party song and TJ's dumb sounds. Duh, 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 duh. No one likes that sound. There's nothing funny about it. Um, that guy's a huge Andrew WK fan, apparently. Must be. I was, must I was be. mocking Andrew WK earlier on this morning, and we got a, a ton of feedback about that. Uh, me saying that uh, Andrew WK is the worst. That song is the worst. That uh, Party Hard. Yeah. It ruined a whole playlist, man. Like, I, I deleted the playlist off. I think it was on Spotify or something my wife had. It's just like a rock playlist, rock party anthems. And I feel like it's not the worst. I feel like the song actually kind of bops a little bit. Uh, every bleeping song by Andrew WK sounds exactly yeah. the goddamn same. <laughs> that I can agree with, actually. You played a, you played three today, and they could have all been yeah. the same song. Da, da, da. <laughs> but then, Texter 547 says Andrew WK is king. Um, all right, well... <laughs> I would rather listen to a Coyote Mall TJ than have to listen to Andrew <laughs> WK ever again. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, okay, we got a ton about that, but uh, let's keep moving here. Um, we were talking about um, about signs and sign wars that are going on. Our pals at the Howard Johnson kind of lit up Chicken Chef the other day, yeah. talking about their uh, sheets or whatever, giving them the sheets. Yeah. And uh, somebody said, I just drove past the Motel 6 in Headingley. Super 8. Yeah, super boring. Is what Motel 6 came up with. Nice. Okay. All right. Keep it going. Yeah. I'm liking these friendly sign wars that are going on. Whatever keep us entertained in these times. Well, yeah. I mean, it's... uh, Ooh. This hurts. TJ probably doesn't like Scotty Doesn't Know either. And? Does he? I do like... Oh, you do? I do. Oh. Yeah. And I like Fountains of Wayne Stacy's mom. And I like Bowling for Soup 1985. (laughs) 1985. All those songs that were from... Teen movies in the early two yeah, thousands. Okay, so hang on, you like Stacy's mom has got, but you yeah. don't like when you want to party, we can party hard. Yeah, because that's fake. That's so that's so phony. Oh man, you can't tell me that when Stacy's mom comes on, that doesn't get all the cougs going. It doesn't. It does not. All the moms just because they're talking about it going. Just because they're talking about a coog doesn't mean all the coogs. It's like a a bat signal. Yes, it is. All the cougs in the neighborhood stand up off their, you know, they're sitting down in a lounger with a mimosa. Like, oh, do I hear Stacy's mom going on? Hey, TJ, want to come over and be the pool boy? And I'm like, yeah, sure. TJ, were you walking a dog at Aaron and St. Matthew's yesterday at 2.30 in the afternoon? No. No? It wasn't you? No, it was a coyote that I was chasing down to try and fight. So you've seen coyote, coyotes everywhere. There was one roaming through the north end, like just in a neighborhood. Yeah. Somebody got video of it and posted it online. And uh, remember, as always, guys, if you hear north side, buddy, what's up? Don't even run. You're already too late. <laughs> Could you imagine a cougar in the north end just being like north side, buddy? Just north side, buddy in you? <laughs> Whew. That is a coyote looking for trouble. Holding right up there. a giant detour sign. <laughs> oh, man, you're getting it. Um, I was born in 1996, and I remember smoking in restaurants. 
Wow, you must have been really young, smoking at five years old. I think There's it was... no way you could remember that. I don't remember that. I was born in 89. No, I know, but I'm the way that this is written, I'm assuming that the person born in 1996 was smoking in, in a no, restaurant. I think he means that like, he remembers the time when there was smoking in restaurants. Oh, I thought maybe it was like from Bozager <laughs> or something like that. Just five years darts. old. <laughs> he ordering off the kids' menu and ripping Donnie's. Yeah, I'll get the uh, I'll have the uh, chicken fingers, please. <laughs> Honey dill sauce. Side of apple juice. Yeah, please. <laughs> um, do you guys actually believe we'll be watching hockey games in the fall? I guess just because we were talking right, about the Florida person. Panthers games. The Florida Panthers games seem fun. I'm an optimist, so I think that the whether it's maybe not full capacity, but uh, hopefully they can do like pods or something like that at that point. Pods. Yeah. But I'm optimistic. Lame. Okay, so there's been this thing going around. I tweeted it out at uh, 921 City earlier on this morning. It's called uh, Test Your Lungs, where you hold yes. your breath uh, while the red ball spins around and you count the number of spins, and uh, it just basically tells you what your lung capacity is, whether uh, two is normal lungs, five is strong lungs, and 10 is super lungs. I made it to eight yesterday. Really? Yeah. That's impressive. Um, did you want to try and do it now? Sure. Okay, so if you're in your vehicle right now, <laughs> All right. Don't while you're do driving. It. No, no, Why? Not while you're driving. Why? Because what if you pass out and you get into an accident? If you can't hold your breath for two seconds, you, you can breathe. We're not covering your mouth. <laughs> like if you can't hold oh, it yeah. any longer, right. don't hold volunteer. it until you pass right. out. Like it's okay. not a, it's not like a crazy competition. It's literally <laughs> just to test your lung capacity. Okay, fine. Well, if you think it's not safe, then we shouldn't do it. <laughs> no, let's do it. No, let's no, 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 no. I don't want to be do responsible <laughs> for somebody wrapping their Mazda Miata around a fence post. Because <laughs> that would do a lot of damage to, <laughs> to the fence post. Those Miatas. I saw a Miata yesterday, and it was Sunday, and it was on Portage Avenue. And I like to think that this uh, dude driving the Miata was actually out for cruise night. Oh, I'm sure he was. That's embarrassing. I'm sure he was. I, I mean, I, I guess they did change a little bit in time. Like they got a little, the Miata, a little sweeter. Just I remember the first generation. Eddie Belfour had one. <laughs> what? That's how you like uh, your social identify. Cars. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Identify cars. Which which hockey player owned this vehicle? Well, which famous Ed, person? Eddie Belfour uh, had the the Mazda Miata, like a '93 or something like that. He was playing in Chicago at the time. Bobby Big Wheel. He just comes to town. He's got the Miata. He's cruising around Carmen. He's charging twenty bucks for autographs. Yeah. So the story goes, and Eddie gets out of this Miata, and then somebody's like, <laughs> "Nice car, Eddie." And oh yeah, didn't he like tune him up? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, some guy said to Eddie Belfour, like, nice car, and he obviously threw in a couple other colorful uh, descriptors yeah. and, uh, you know, had something to do with, you know, just obviously chirping. A guy Eddie driving a small Eddie wasn't, uh, you know, uh, the greatest with his temper. Right? No. No, he, he, he was, was known, known to, yeah, yeah, he was fiery. He was known to get a little heated every every now and then. Oh, was he ever? <laughs> Remember that classic Rock'em Sock'em yes. video? Playoffs, Chicago, St. Louis. Uh, St. Louis scores the, the winner to, to move on. Al McKinnis just snipes on him, and he turns around and just starts pounding. Yeah. Pounding the, 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 the iron. Yeah, yeah and he yeah. was so mad. He went to shake hands, and he's ripping off his shirt. And it's oh, like, yeah. those were the days, man. Like, playoff hockey's on right now, NHL playoff hockey now. Um, you barely see anybody take off the shirt for no reason. <laughs> In fact, you you don't see anyone <laughs> take off the shirt. <laughs> and you also don't see guys driving Miatas anymore either. It's <laughs> true. So, you know, is there a correlation? Was the guy angry because he was driving, a, you know, a, his wife's car? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. It's probably uh, adding some fuel to the fire. Uh, that's it for us. We'll catch up with you tomorrow morning after 6. 
Rena, TJ, and Turnbow will be back tomorrow on Winnipeg's Rock Station, 92.1 City.